I'm Aaron. I'm Nicole. And we are Talking Talking Monroe's. Well, welcome back. Are you going to say anything? Are you ignoring our podcast listeners these days? No, I'm still thinking about how it's chilly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so welcome back. Episode seven. We are talking about traditions and family traditions today. And do you have any traditions that you want to talk about? I do. I have a few traditions that I want to talk about. We'll get to them and we'll talk about um, some daily traditions. We'll talk about some holiday traditions. We'll talk about some, I don't know, just traditions Yeah, because you're stealing all of my content. (laughs) Thanks. Appreciate you stealing all my content. No. Well, you just destroyed the podcast. We're like 30 seconds in and already you're like, and this is a good stuff that he figured out that we were going to talk about. I'll take it now. No, um, the traditions that I wanted to talk about are just how, how traditions are part of a three pillar of family culture. Yes. Before we get into that, though, you might want to ground everybody and let them know what traditions are. I'll let you start since you clearly are eager to talk, which is unusual. So, <laughs> I did my research. I'm excited. Uh, golf clap for for that little you know, little golf clap for that one. Way to go! There you go. So so <laughs> so, what do you think a tradition is? So a tradition, what it does is it strengthens the family bond. It contributes to the children's well-being, and it creates lasting memories. So that's what it does. I'll let you talk about what it is. <laughs> oh, goodness. You guys have no idea how difficult it is to podcast with somebody who just destroys the program at the minute that you start. So traditions are behaviors and actions that you do regularly over and over so they're regular rituals that you perform you know at any time so you've got the important thing about them is they can be big or small but you've got to actually have purpose to them you've got to have some type of thought and and some type of reason or intention for doing them so the the thing that makes traditions rise above rituals or habits is that there's a purpose to them there's there's a reason why you're doing them and you've got some thought and some intent so you put something together and you regularly do them and and that's the the critical piece of it for a lot of people they don't even realize or recognize the traditions that they have or the things that they do meg cox who's an author she actually wrote a book not too long ago about uh, the book of new family traditions where she's got a list of all kinds of traditions Uh, but one of the things that she says is that you know any activity that you purposefully repeat as either a family or, or intentionally, that includes any kind of heightened attentiveness. So you're, again, paying attention to it. There's a purpose to it. And it's something that's extra that lifts you above the normal ruts of any normal day. That's what equals a tradition. So, so that's what they are. Now you can get back into talking about what they do for you. No, one of the things that I did read was that it provided cohesion to nuclear and extended family. Cohesion? Cohesion. Oh, cohesion. 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 Okay, because I was like, what's cohesion? It provides cohesion. cohesion. No, basically what it's saying in a nutshell is that it can bring together your nuclear family, so your mother, your father, your children, and then brings together your extended family, so your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles. So there are things that maybe you started out with as a child that you then continue with your children and then your grandchildren and then just over time it just brings together a closeness of more than just your singular family right and and one of the reasons why for us that 
it's important to talk about this, and it's a topic that we we got into and and decided that we were going to do a podcast on, is that you may have heard us talk in a couple of episodes now that our soon-to-be daughter-in-law, Raven, is actually expecting. And so we'll actually be grandparents, which is is really weird to say. Right, Coco? Is that what you're going to try to call yourself? Right, Poppy. Poppy. I, Poppy. That's it. (laughs) Or is it Papa? It's Paw Paw. Oh, Paw Paw. Well, I'm not going to be no Mama. <laughs> we already are. But so the important thing is is to, as you have new people added to your family, is to preserve those traditions, but also start new ones. And so it, we're, we've been thinking and talking a lot about the traditions that we have and, and the traditions that we go through and, and all different kinds of items that you would say are are started maybe as rituals or things that we did that turned into traditions and other things that we had that traditions were, that fell off and and it's okay for that it's okay for traditions to serve for a period of time and be there and and change but as long as you've got those those beliefs those stories those rituals those things that you do that you do with purpose and intent and that you do them regularly it's important that you you pass those along and it, right, and I I believe that sometimes people get confused, you know, between maybe traditions and um, values. Values are more of a guide on how each family member acts and behaves in different situations. So you know, you have these these values and these these norms, which in the article that I had read, they said that culture, values, and norms are part of this three pillar three pillars of family community. Um, and I'm sorry, it's values, norms, and, and traditions are, are part of that. And so traditions fall under that the three pillar of family culture. And one of the things that it said was important was to make sure that you actually are creating the family traditions. Because otherwise, if you don't, in a positive way, go forward about creating something, you just end up in this default mode, and it becomes more of like a negative culture. Well, and, and that's actually an interesting insight that you, you make is that whether or not you create those traditions and, and you're purposeful about them, they happen. Right. You know, we talked about maybe on Christmas, if you decide that you're going to just let everybody sleep in. You know, I've seen in different families where they don't necessarily create a, a culture or a tradition. So everybody just kind of sleeps through what we've become so accustomed to of celebrating Christmas morning. Look, why, why do you keep jumping ahead? I know. You're so I know. excited I'm to so talk about excited. our... Exactly. The, the last thing before we jump to where you are clearly trying to pull us to is the one of the other important things about traditions is that they actually help to give children a sense of security. They help to, to teach them. They help to do things to make them understand they that this is what it means to be part of a certain family. It, it helps them to look forward to things. So our kids actually know about our traditions, a lot of the traditions, because we've been, because, not because we were really smart or anything like that or, or, you know, prescient or anything. It was really more the fact that I grew up with a really, really strong sense of family and set of family traditions, and those were ones that I wanted to pass along. And so I've been very intentional about passing along the ones that I thought were really critical and and, and important to us and being a family. And we've also made some. And so you and I have been very purposeful about talking about the things that we wanted to pass along and the traditions we wanted to start. Because of that, 
our kids know what it is to be what we would say be a Monroe and the traditions that it comes with being Monroe's and and the things that we do. It becomes just part of quote unquote, being a Monroe. And it's not something that you have to talk about. It's not something that you have to do. It gives him a sense of identity, a sense of belonging. Again, as you said, that sense of community in this family. Right. And, you know, I mean, you said you grew up with, you know, strong traditions and, you know, just sitting here thinking about, like, I, I grew up with some traditions, but when I was talking about connecting the nuclear family to the extended family, a lot of my traditions were just nuclear family. I have a huge extended family, but I don't even know a lot of them because we didn't have those traditions that brought the, that, that, that cohesiveness <laughs> of the nuclear and the extended family. They were more just my parents and my grandparents. Right. And, and I had both, which is a, a very different experience for each of us is that, I do have really, really, like, I know lots and lots and lots of, we had a family reunion every year, which we'll talk about. I had a, a number of experiences and opportunities to to build those traditions and, and experience that throughout my life. I did know a lot of my extended family that's all over the country, but we'll we'll jump into that because now I know that's the part that you really want to talk about is talk about our traditions. I did want to talk about our traditions. I wanted to jump back though. You talked about <laughs> I know I'm messing Crushing up the podcast it, again. Just destroying messing up it. the podcast again. Um no, just the, I, I I as a teacher um and just surveying my students because I have just I I I feel like I have I don't know what's the word that I'm looking for. Um, Are you trying to teach right now? Because that's what it's like in your classroom. So <laughs> I have an opportunity to be able to have so many young minds in front of me. And so I've asked them over the years, you know, what do you do for your birthday? What do you do for Christmas? And I think this will segue into what we're going to be talking about, about our traditions. But it would just be so crushing to me when I would ask them, well, what do you do for Christmas? Oh, we don't really, you know, we just kind of wake up when we wake up, but we don't really have have anything that's important that we do and and I'd say you know well what kinds of things do you do you have a special meal that you eat on Christmas or on Thanksgiving no not really you know I mean we might have some TV dinners and sit around and watch TV or you know do you have something that special you do for your birthday no not really no no you know travel plans or vacations or anything right. like that I, I, right exactly I think what you're getting at is the the idea that it's important what we what we said a little bit ago it's important to as a parent to think about that to think about the traditions and think about the things that you do with your children because if not they're going to remember and they're going to understand and those are things that are going to be pervasive and one of the things one of the other things you touched on a little bit is the idea that traditions help to connect the generations so a number of the traditions that our kids now have are from my grandmother, which would be their great grandmother, which I'm sure came from my my great grandmother, their great great grandmother. We're going to talk now about our traditions, and we've really got three sections of traditions, if you will. We've got the holiday traditions, which usually are the ones that most people have and, and most people grow up with because there's a they have there's excitement and joy and things around that. Then there's special occasion ones, which were some of the ones that you were talking about more, where it's a special occasion that happens and you've got a tradition for it. And then there's the daily traditions. And again, they, these traditions don't have to be big or small. You'll see from our list that the things that we have as traditions that are regular things, they aren't all these massive major undertakings. Many of them are just very simple, quick things that 
help help to build that sense of community, that sense of culture, that family that we have. Right. And we'll get to it. But I I can't even count right now um, how many things are just popping into my head about traditions that we do that, you know, not even realizing that that our traditions, you know, just so clearly you didn't research well enough because you got things popping in your head or that or that's just the squirrels. (laughs) It's the squirrels. It's the squirrels. All right, so so let's start with our holiday traditions. So we'll we'll go chronologically, and and we'll start with the first day, which is New Year's Day. So we've got a number of traditions that we do on New Year's Day. So we've got one that's a, a superstition, really, that's a dates long back from a paternal society, which is males walking across all doors. So after midnight every New Year's Day, all the doors openings to the house. A male has to walk through first, obviously, because that's an old superstition of it brings you a year of good luck. We still do it. It's our tradition. That's why you had so many male children, so you don't have to walk over all the doors. Hey, listen, (laughs) I am smart. I'm very smart. The other thing that we do, though, which is is not as, I would say, controversial and and patriarchal, uh, is we have a, a traditional meal we have traditional meals on new year's day yes so we do kielbasa and sauerkraut which i'm not sure where that came from but other my than mom I, well <laughs> you were quick at that yeah. i know that it came from your mom i'm not sure where it's a traditional new england good luck meal. okay so that's where i wasn't sure where that came from yeah. um see i did my research too culturally i wasn't <laughs> sure where it came from but there you go we're a proud nutmeggers so we have our kielbasa and sauerkraut You're a proud on new nutmegger. year's day i'm kind of a mutt but i'll, I'll take it <laughs> So uh, we also do skillet hop and John, which is a, a traditional African-American meal that's done for celebrations and provides good luck as well. So considered a, a good luck meal. And so we probably about 15 years ago, we started doing that. So we have actually uh, two types of good luck food that you if you will. And then another tradition that's on that New Year's Day is that there's usually a lot of bowl games. So I come down to the man cave, which is where we're recording right now and turn on we I've got three TVs. So turn on the three TVs and watch bowl games and eat bad food and cheer for teams that I may or may not like. Yes. And I'm stuck having to come down and watch the games with you if I want to Oh, you're not stuck. Hang you don't have to you. come down. If you, I want to see you on New Year's oh, Day, well, I need to come down to the man cave. There you go. That's it. Um, so then moving forward, obviously there's a there's a tradition that we have, which everybody usually should have, is Valentine's Day. So we move to Valentine's Day, which is our tradition is we always give cards. So we it's a small tradition, but of course it's just still a tradition. We always right, give cards. It's sort of a universal tradition. Yes, exactly. But then the the next one that we move to, which is a, a really important one and one that we've done uh, for seven years now, could have been eight years, but um, uh, the person who will who will not be named Sean McGuire, um, he actually forgot to invite me the first year when he said he was <laughs> going to invite me. So you know it's. Uh, yeah, he made this whole big deal, and then all of a sudden he forgot, and so it was the next year, and I was like, oh, yeah. So, I forgot. Exa- but come this year, exactly. everybody's always welcome, and well, then, except for and you then last he didn't, year. And then he didn't invite me again, and, and, and B invited me anyway, but he'll enjoy that one. So it's the, the McGuire St. Paddy's Day party. Woo, woo. <laughs> You're just excited because you get to go drink. Our friends have a... a monstrous St. Paddy's Day party every year, roughly about 100 people, uh, you know, give or take, sometimes much more. Uh, 
in their backyard and yes. they have you know they have a bar in their backyard and they not get only live, do they have a bar they get a live band live and band. they hire a bartender of course absolutely <laughs> yes charlotte was great this year and liam they were yes. great this year no, this is one of our our great family traditions yes. that we've now incorporated absolutely as the years have gone on i go every year you may or may not go every year the kids may or may not go every year we had a, actually it was four of us that went this year which was nice yes. so but yes. i go every year i've got my own little bar seat there and there's lots of great stories that come from the saint patty's day per- tradition that's party and, and a lot of good fun and then after that, we do actually, from a holiday perspective, we don't have a lot during the summer. Um, we don't really have much until we get to Thanksgiving. Because I guess you could say maybe um, Halloween. We, I mean, the Cooper, who's the, our youngest now, will dress up and, and go get candy and, and do the traditional things that you do on Halloween. No, we had a few over the years where, you know, we started a tra- tradition where, you know, we would trick or treat with the Fridays. Yes. Um, so shout, shout out, out to, to the Fridays. To the Fridays. Um, so we had that for a few years. Um, but no, we don't really, especially since moving to where we are now and being in the type of setting where we are, um, houses being so spread out. We don't really have a tradition other than picking a neighborhood and dressing up and trick-or-treating. Correct. Thanksgiving. We started a tradition. This is the first one where we say we used to have a tradition, and then we changed that tradition. So for a long time, we would do multiple turkeys, and we'd cook on Thanksgiving, and we'd hang out and have a family come to our house. And then about eight or nine, maybe ten years ago, we started doing a destination Thanksgiving with my two sisters who were not around my one sister who's very close my dad and my stepmom so basically in our family so we'd all get together my brother we'd all get together and we'd pick a place and we'd go there and and we'd spend thanksgiving together so we've we've done a number of places up and down the east coast but we actually show up on a, a wednesday some of us tuesday hang out do thanksgiving and then you know we hang out on friday sometimes most of the time the, the men go golfing and the ladies hang out and, and then we make a, a good three or four days of it. And I think, you know, we have traditions within the tradition. You know, we do a destination Thanksgiving, but within that also, like you said, on Friday, the men go golfing. And then on Friday night, we usually do the uh, the hibachi. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so we do the hibachi. And then Saturday usually consists of your father hanging out with the grandchildren. So they'll do the mall or they'll do the movies or something like that. Um, and then... We also have uh, Black Friday in there, so the women do the Black Friday shopping. Yes. So we have several traditions yes. within you, you were sure that to get one that large one in. Yeah, you were sure to get that one in there. Oh, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Well, so uh, you're already thinking about it, probably. You're already probably searching all the the all the specials that they already have. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an opportunity to spend money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then the next one, obviously, after that is Christmas, which is is usually where people have a ton of traditions and and we're very much the same. So we'll we'll take a little bit of time to talk about that, but we'll we'll go through our traditions. So the first one is the tree decoration. We each one of us has a specific tree ornament and we when we put the tree up, we all do it together and we hang the ornaments. We hang our ornaments. Right. And the way that each one of us got specific ornaments was more or less you and I ended up getting ornaments um, from our childhood. So we have those. And then we've collected some over the years. But the kids always had their baby's first year ornament. And then they have their special ornaments that they had created in school. So, you know, even the, the, the ones 
just with the paper rings, which surprisingly, <laughs> we still have your paper ring paper from when you were a from child. from 40-ish years ago. <laughs> exactly, 38-ish years ago. I think it's important. You know, it, it does create that lasting memory. It does strengthen the family bonds to be able to be around the Christmas tree and have the kids feel that significance. They have ornaments that are just theirs. And we take the time. Not everybody hangs ornaments at the same time. Each child, regardless of how old they are, Cooper being nine years old, and, you know, all the way up through our 24-year-old, each of them hangs their ornaments, and we watch them hang their ornaments right. at their individual time. Well, now, uh, unfortunately, our well, daughter no, no. can't. I, I, would, I would adjust that a little bit. I was, we all do the tree together. We all hang them at the same time. I think the thing that you're talking about is that our, our daughter doesn't live close to us, so we actually FaceTimed her this year. So we had to adjust the time a little bit to be able to FaceTime, but everybody who's here, we all do that together. That's like, at least for their ornaments, we all do that together. And then you know, people can go off and come hang more ornaments, but oh, right. they're, they're yes, single I... ornaments, like their special baby's first ornament that we right, all hang. Right. We all do that as a family, as a group. And then our daughter, who who doesn't live near us and, and you know she she had to FaceTime and we hung it for her which is this is the first year I think that ever that it is the first year ever that we haven't had all the kids here for Christmas uh oh so I can see that <laughs> moving on so a, a couple of other things uh, the traditions that we have we have a, a large family and it, you know it it takes about three hours to get through present opening right so and they'd so, actually go ahead so, so you know one of our actual traditions, one person opens a gift, one person opens all of their gifts at at one time, and everybody else has to watch. Right. So, so that's a combination to- of traditions, right? So in order to be able to open your gift first and decide the order, you have to write a letter, and whoever wrote the best letter, as voted by everyone, gets to open first, but then you're right. We don't just all go tear and open our stuff and, and throw all the paper around, and that's it, and it takes five minutes. There's a number of traditions wrapped into that, into the gift giving. One of the things, the tradition that I just thought about that didn't even pop in my head around Christmas was we have all the kids buy gifts for other uh, for all their siblings. Right. That was the one that I was just thinking of because we had talked about possibly doing something that was a tradition of your mom's because there was so many children. There was nine children. Was they would... Eleven. In my mom's family? Um. Yes. Eleven. I'm sorry. There was eleven. They would draw names. And, you know, whoever's name you drew was the person that you bought a present for. But we thought it was important for each of each of our children to actually buy a gift for each one of their siblings. Correct. And then Christmas Eve, we watch A Christmas Story every year, as always. Every year. And then Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and Christmas evening, we watch Elf. Elf is a new part of our tradition the last eight or nine years. And moving up to Christmas... We quote Elf like five million times. I think we start October. Probably. Yeah, about November 1st. Right. We um, have... Prior we, to, um, and it's sort of not a Thanksgiving tradition, but the day after Thanksgiving, we bring out the Elf on a Shelf. Yes. So the Elf on a Shelf actually shows up. And, and then becomes part of the Christmas tradition. So he, you know, finds his way around various locations throughout the house leading up until Christmas Day. Yes, he he makes sure that he actually is always around the house watching and seeing that Cooper is doing what he needs to do. He's uh, he's paying attention, even though he's not around now, he is paying attention. He can see 
Sometimes the elf gets tired, though, and he stays in the same location for a night or two. Well, you know what? He's working hard. He's making trips back and forth to the North Pole the whole time. And, you know, sometimes along the way, he, he might have an adult beverage or two. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, sometimes he's, uh, you know, take the edge off a little bit. So <laughs> a couple of the other things that we that we do, which are our traditional playlists. So the Temptations. Uh, mo- you know, they're, they're Christmas. Give love at Christmas. Uh, we always listen to that. The we boys do, and, and that men. becomes part of the hanging Christmas ornament. We we start out um, at the, at the, as soon as we decide. Now we hang ornaments on the tree probably about three weeks before Christmas is usually when it comes. As about. long as as long as Elf on the Shelf hasn't had too many adult beverages, yes. <laughs> and part of the hanging the ornaments on the tree tradition is to pull out that Christmas list of music. And we that's the first time that we play Christmas music in yes. the house. Yes. Is while we're hanging ornaments. Mm-hmm. And then one of one of the important traditions that I actually started uh, and and we've continued with all of the kids is you wake up when you wake up. Funny story from when when I was a child, and you preface funny story by, and it's never a funny story for anyone once you say that. So no, hopefully, well, oh, thanks, appreciate <laughs> you appreciate the support, right? Exactly. <laughs> when I was a kid, I I'm not a big sleeper. I don't sleep a whole lot. I don't need a lot of sleep, uh, as you can tell. I would wake up, and I'd wake up at like four or five o'clock in the morning. And when I wake up, everybody wakes up. Yes, and lucky us, now we have a child just like you who doesn't need much sleep who wakes up at 3, 4, 5 o'clock. So because he tends to wake up sometimes at 3 o'clock, um, now keep in mind, he will go to bed. When he wakes up at 3 o'clock, he'll, he'll go to bed. He'll be asleep by like 6, 30, 7 o'clock. He's he like just, me. He's he, exactly. He, it's like goes, a, in my goes, origin goes, story. Goes, 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 it was exactly go, 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 and then stop, and yes. it's all over. Yes. So we did have to set the boundaries this year (laughs) yes well when I was a kid exactly I would wake up and once I woke up it was time to get up and open presents so one year I did it and my brother got mad and so he tried to sleep in front of my door so I couldn't do it and I actually still got out and was able to see presents and wake everybody up that was something that I just loved from my childhood I thought was great and after that after a couple of years they just kind of were like all right when you wake up just wake up so with all the kids when they were younger when you wake up when you wake up now we did have a rule which is if it was three o'clock then it's not wake up when you wake up kind of thing it, but for usually four thirty and after right so we're up about five o'clock every morning christmas morning opening presents and 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 going through and to to give you an idea of how long it takes usually we're up let's say five o'clock we're like, finishing unwrapping presents about eight thirty nine a.m. Yeah, and then we make Christmas breakfast. So you traditionally make Christmas breakfast, which is fried potatoes and bacon and some type of bread or something. So right. whether it be biscuits or something like that, and and then after that, I, I didn't I didn't have it listed, but then there's always the Christmas nap that you take because I don't take naps. Oh so, yes, no. When, so then when I get up at five o'clock in the morning and start opening presents, and it takes four or five hours to open presents, there is definitely a Christmas nap after breakfast. Yeah, for you exactly, and then, and that includes me then constantly going, no, you can't open that. You've opened five <laughs> other things. Where's your mother? What what in the world is going on? Where's she? Oh, she's sleeping. Well, wake her up then. No, nope, I don't. That's I don't, Christmas tradition. Yes, I don't 
have them wake you up. But those are those are our holiday traditions. Those are generally, like I said, holiday traditions are, are ones that usually most people have some type of them. But then you have special occasion ones that we'll move into our, our second category, which we have our wedding anniversary. So we have and have for probably about 20 years now, we do a trip. It doesn't end up being on our anniversary day, but usually that month, usually toward the end of that month, we go on a, a weekend getaway somewhere. So we take a nice trip somewhere and we spend time together and, and celebrate our anniversary together. Right. And it doesn't have to be anything spectacular or anything very far. I mean, we have gone far. They're all spectacular. What are you talking about? They are. About? I mean, we've done where for our anniversary <laughs> trip, we've gone to the actual... Um, Obama inauguration. President Obama's so, inauguration. So we did that. So that was, you know, one of the the larger ones. But I mean, you know, we've done music concerts. We've, you know, been in Florida and gone to another location in Florida. So, you know, where we haven't traveled very far to do them. But it's just, you know. You're totally downplaying this. We haven't traveled very far. we kind of gone a couple places. Thanks. Appreciate that. No, it's just a matter of just celebrating. You must, you must have forgotten the, the one where we did like the surprise anniversary for you, where we had all our friends. I set it all up yes, and everything at the had tea a, room. We've had a party. You we went to Miami, room. drove we did to Key Miami West. And Key West when we yes. lived in North Carolina, we did the Obama. But I'm just saying, just so yeah. people know, you know, I mean, we're talking yeah. about our traditions, but when yeah. people go to set up their traditions, it's just a matter of. It doesn't take a lot of money, but they're still important and big. Right. You can get in a car and drive somewhere, make yes. it a big plan, yes. and get excited nice about it. Nice weekend trip away. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I'll, I'll know. Trip. I'll know. I'll know for twenty four now. You know what? Uh, what is it's actually twenty five? Twenty five. Oh, you got twenty five. I did twenty four. This year I did twenty four. So you got. I 25. guess I better get a job. Yeah. <laughs> teach some kids birthdays. Birthdays are another special occasion one that we do where we started this. I don't know. It's probably fifteen years ago now where you do dinner of your choice. Whoever's birthday it is, they get to choose where they want to go to dinner and who they want to have go. And primarily the reason we did this is because we have identical twin boys and obviously they have birthday on the same day. Not the same time, a little about 20 minutes difference, but we wanted to make sure that they had their own birthday and they had their own sense of identity and they had their own tradition, something specifically for them. So we started actually saying, hey, we can go wherever you want to go and you can have whoever you want to go with it. And so for a few years, it was all the family. But a couple of years, it was just us. They wanted just us time. So they didn't want anybody else to go. They wanted to have some time out where it was just them, you know, one of them and ourselves and, and spend the time and have a special day with us. Right. We also let each child pick out what type of cake they want. So whether it be an ice cream cake or a homemade cake or they want chocolate or vanilla or whatever it is. Nobody's eating your homemade cake. <laughs> Which I think is important with having twins that each of them have their own cake as part of their tradition and not just one cake for for them. We still have to recognize them individually. Yes, absolutely. So then we get into summer vacation. We've done, and I keep kicking that. Sorry for that. (laughs) Summer vacation, what ends up happening is we end up going on some type of trip. So about 15, 20 years ago now. Everything's like 15, 20 years ago. We've really got into creating traditions 15, 20 years ago. Well, I don't know what happened for the first like four or five years of our marriage, but... I was busy trying not to get killed by you. <laughs> Somewhere along the way. Maybe maybe our our default traditions just weren't working out too well. There. Well, about 15, 20 years ago, we moved from Connecticut to North Carolina. Right. So we so... really needed to start our own. I think that's key. We, you know, we started our own traditions. Some of them come from our family, but we were really away from 
extended family now. Look at the big brain on Brad. <laughs> Look at you putting it all together. Doing all your research. I real have. time. Yes, real time. We've done summer vacation. My best friend. So so actually in episode uh, one, actually, when we talked about my best friends from high school and we talked about the summer vacation, we all got together this last year. But even before that, our summer vacations for about the last eight or nine years, my best friend from high school, the Mays, Lamont Mays, and and uh, his wife, Lisa, Lisa, Big L, the Kaida, she actually comes and and the family comes and and we got the families together and we we have a destination vacation and we've done that that's a, a huge thing we always look forward to it and we've gotten to see the kids grow and gotten to see the the families grow and we were at their wedding and we've done a bunch of events together and so they're they're probably our closest friends and family uh, around if you will we go on vacation with them during the summer this year we'll be going on vacation again we've already got a plan we've already got it set and it's going to be a, an exciting time and actually i think as a as a hint as a look forward to for the summer we're actually talking about some ideas about doing some podcasts on the road and and doing some special things so we'll have some special things for you guys our listeners during the summer this year keep listening and look forward to that but that's one of the things we do which is we do summer vacations one of the big ones that we did was the the summer vacation where we did the the road trip we went out west that was actually a, a almost a three-week summer vacation yes. we've done some in florida we've done some all over the place we we've done the mountains we've done a bunch of different places right yes we have um and you just don't care about all this good stuff we do. You're like, <laughs> moving on. No, one of the things that we had started, um, and it wasn't part of the summer vacation with the maze, it was a vacation where we, when each child graduates high school, we let them pick where they want to go for a trip. And that was where we had had our trip where we went out west for three weeks. That was when our oldest, Iman, had graduated high school. One of the other traditions that we do during the summer, and we time it, we either go on our vacation before and end with this, or we start with our vacation, start with this and go on our vacation is the Craig family reunion. So this is where I talked about, about my family and my extended family getting together. This is this year will be 42, I believe it is 41 or 42 where we've had vacation or had uh, family reunions on my mom's side. As I've pointed out, or we talked about, she was one of 11. My grandfather really talked about wanting to make sure that he could get all his kids together in one place and, and be able to see them and the family stayed close. So they started with a family reunion, as many African-American families do. But the great thing is that we actually have continued it, and it's actually grown and expanded. So it used to be in Ohio every year, and it was that way for probably the first 15 years. But then we've done it all over the country. We personally have hosted it five times. This will be our fifth time that we'll host it. It's actually something that is probably one of my proudest traditions and, and one of the most obviously longest running. And, and I get to, if nothing else, get to see all of my family once a year on the, the Craig side and, and get to spend time with them and recharge and and have a loving, happy enjoyable event and it started out as used to be just a Saturday and, and now it's turned into a weekend event. And I think that you know especially with being a part of your family and you know knowing that for all those years you actually were in a different position than everybody else because you lived further than most of your extended family from each other. Your extended family lives within 
for the most part, lives within the same state. Mm -hmm. They actually live within under a hundred mile radius. So they get to see each other on a pretty regular basis. But, you know, for you being so far away from your family and living, you know, hundreds of miles from your family, um, I'm, you know, and, and me becoming part of that, that tradition, it is such a key. Matter of fact, your, your first one was when we were, you, we were still, Dating. We, we were dating. Even, I know, was you, pregnant. So my yes. first one was... We were engaged. So it was like a month or two, two months before Iman was born. 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. It'll be... My first one will be 20... This will be my 25th. Look at you. Actually, it'll be your 24th. We missed one year. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Look at you. See? <laughs> I've been to all but that one. And that one was the the senior trip one that we... For our oldest. Um. Yes. So then another tradition that we started that, that we actually have relatively new is uh, the Monroe family reunion. So on my father's side. And so that's a few years old now. That's actually something that we do over Labor Day weekend. So it's a lot of fun. It's a new tradition that we're starting and, and that we've done. I, hopefully it'll keep going because it, it, it's been great and it's, it's actually growing. We're getting more people coming this year, planning on coming this year. It's an early tradition, but I think we're, this will be four or five now. Right. Yes. I think this is four. And, you know, it, it did. It has grown over time. You know, like you said, more people are talking about coming this year. And it's just, it's it's nice to start out and, and see how things can start out small and just just become in, incredible. There's nothing greater than having family together. Right. And then we'll move into, I have one special occasion tradition, which is my March Madness. For the last probably 12 wah, years. Wah. <laughs> no, no, no. Da, da, da. For the, about the last 12 years, I actually take the first two days of the NCAA basketball tournament off. I'm home. I make a bunch of bad food. But and I just do hang actually out. get excited about it because you we have, have we have our tradition within our tradition where you create the pool. Yes. And all of the kids and I are part of your pool we with do your a, friends. We do a pool every year, exactly. And, and that's always pretty fun. And that's always pretty good. You actually have won it once, which was amazing. I guess you just closed your eyes and picked a bunch of stuff, but you did. I got it like that. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, but I, I take those two days off and and just hang out and have fun and and it, it's my thing. It's and it's funny because people know they're like, oh yeah, you taking it off this year? And I mean, many of my friends know that that's one of my traditions and one of the things that I do. And then we'll we'll move forward because I'm sure. People are getting bored with hearing all the great traditions that we do. Um, we move into our daily tradition. So the daily traditions are ones where these are just simple things that we do that you most people would probably like, oh, okay, that we just made it a purpose or, or point. Some They started off as just things we did, and then we gave a purpose to them, and we kept them going, and, and we added significance to them to turn them into a tradition. So the first one for me is to travel shot glasses. I actually got a shot glass when I was 19 years old on my first business trip, and I kept it. And then every trip that I've gone on after that, I've actually, wherever I go, I've bought a, a shot glass. So I've got like 375, 380 shot glasses now. I've got a full collection of them. Every place that I've ever traveled, I have a shot glass except for one. Yeah, don't look at me that way. It broke. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Caladesi Island, Florida, 2006. One of them, I was so happy about going to Florida and getting it, and then all of a sudden, it broke. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Uh, family dinner once a week. That was one that for a long time we did where I would grill. And, and it's actually interesting. This is this is actually an important thing. One of our twins actually said it uh, probably like two or three months ago. He said, we used to do family dinners all the time. You used to grill and you, used, you know, every weekend you'd make something and we'd sit down as a family and we'd have family dinners. And I miss that. Why, why don't we do that anymore? And it was, a, it was actually a jarring thing for me. I was kind of like, oh, that's, that's my bad. And it was just... A, we had timing. gotten busy, and sports, B, timing kids. and sports, and there, I mean, there's all kinds of excuses. But the 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 reason I bring that up is because I didn't really think it was anything that was important to them, or that they even recognized or noticed. It was just something I did, and something I liked doing, and something we we turned into a tradition, and then we stopped doing it. And he recognized, he noticed, and so we actually started it up again every week on the weekend we actually will do some type of cooking and try to sit down as a family and we make it available now. Like not everybody sits down and we've made it, we've said it's important to do. Not everybody does, but we make that available and we still do that tradition because it was clearly something that resonated and clearly that was something important to him. Right. So even if not everybody is involved, um, it's important for him to have that time with you and I, you know, if nothing else, it's, he has recognized that it brings the family together and as many people as possible are involved in it. Right. He's the sensitive one. So (laughs) another tradition that I have is a daily tradition, which uh, I've started and I've done it probably 24 years, 23 years now, which is the winter beard. So November 1st, I shave and I shave very clean. I normally either have a beard or a goatee and you started November before it was Movember. I did. I did. I, 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 I want royalties on that. It used to be that I would actually start it on November 1st and grow it. And then January 1, I would shave it. It was my winter beard. It was my thing. Primarily, I started because I couldn't grow a beard when I was younger. So that was how I was going to grow a beard. But actually, it's it started going longer and longer and longer. So this year, it made it to like mid-April. And then I shaved. And, and you guys were all sad that I shaved. And I think that that's shout out to you and your friends. Because every single one of them decided to grow a beard this year. So hey. your, your little cronies, they all had beards. The crew. That's and it. so you decided not to shave yours to kind of fit in along with the crew. And you all kept your beards growing. Uh, he still has his beard going. He actually asked me why I shaved it. it. He shaved it? He's it's not like he doesn't look like Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams anymore. <laughs> he has cut he it. Had a, he had a significant He's beard. Cut it back some. He had a significant beard. But he yeah, was so looking like Moses. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he it was it was a again if you well if you look at the at the picture in the blog about uh from summer, you see the beard he had. It was and it was it was, it was a trimmed lot, in. It was worse. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, not worse. It was a lot longer before he shaved it. Yes. One of the other things we do is is when we used to go on vacations, we as you heard, we did a lot of vacations. We used to drive everywhere. I don't know how it started. It's just something that it started, and and I think I. I think I started it because I was tired of being the only one that was awake when we were going across state lines. So it was my way of waking everybody up. Anytime we go across the state line, we go, uh, uh, and then the state name. And we raise our hands yep. and raise our hands in and the air and everybody has to do it. And it does. It wakes everybody up. Yes. So I don't drive alone. And then they all go right back to sleep. Funny enough, when I was traveling by myself, I did it too. Good. Look at you. See, keeping the tradition Yay going. Me. Yeah. Traditions are what happens when no one's looking. One of the ones that are relatively, I would say, newer that we've been doing pretty regularly is you've done day naming. You you actually have where you name a day and you tell the kids have like a fabulous Friday or a terrific Thursday and no. Okay, well, 
I was guessing. I told Cooper, because I made up my own name with him, to have a fantabulous day so that we could have something special. Uh-huh. So every day we had a fantabulous day. And then, yes, you are right. We did have like a terrific Tuesday and a oh, cause that's wonderful I doing. Wednesday. And because uh, you started doing that with him. And mm-hmm. then now it's even evolved. He's taken it a step further. We have like a terrific Tuesday and a fantastic Wednesday. <laughs> so it's just a fun game that we play. And it's just a little simple tradition to to get its day started right and and even he and i have a tradition when i go to work is that he's still home most times when i go to work or when i was dropping him off uh, it was the same thing where i'd say you know he tell me to to work hard and i tell him to play hard and he opens the door for me and and even now if i'm starting to leave and he's around he'll be wait 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 and he'll go and open the door and do that again it's just another like a really simple really cool tradition to be able to to do that keeps us close and and ha- we have a little fun and then the other thing actually it's it's turning into a tradition I don't know if it's a tradition or a ritual yet. It doesn't have purpose, so we have to give it purpose, which is every morning he asks, so how'd you sleep? And so he wants to have a conversation. The first thing he wants to do when he comes and sees us, when Cooper comes and sees us in the morning, is to say, how'd you sleep? And have a conversation about how we slept. So if we can find something to to give it purpose and find a reason to do it, we can turn that into a tradition. So that's a maybe stay tuned. Maybe that's a new tradition that we'll we'll talk about in some future podcast. Up and coming. Oh, listen. <laughs> no, in this whole conversation, while we've been thinking about traditions, I've been thinking about just different ones over the years that something as simple as um, my mom taking the kids to Rhode Island, you know, for the summer. Yes. She would take them um, and they would go for a few weeks. She did that up until she they got rid of the trailer. Right. Um, you know, one that actually started this year was extended from when I was a child. Uh, my family has a cabin on a lake in Maine. And, you know, up until I was about, you know, 16 years old, I would go. And it started this year now with Cooper going. And it's not just Cooper and my mom. It's Cooper and my mom and my grandfather and my uncle and my cousin. So, you know, it gets the extended family in there. And hopefully, you know, you guys are able to, as listeners, you know, pick up on some of the traditions that you know, maybe we've talked about, or, you know, I know you, Aaron, you did some research on ones that you thought were ones that people could actually include into their lives now. Absolutely. The ones that I could do I, from my childhood that were important, just like you talked about going away. I used to go away for two weeks every summer to go see my cousins. Also, one of the things that my mom did was with our oldest every Thursday night, she used to take him because she was off on Friday. So she'd give us time off. But other things that we would do would like Secret handshakes. So even if you, you know, something as simple as just have a secret handshake with with somebody and it could have a meaning. So any sports players you see now, not any, but most of them, you'll see they've got either special handshakes or things like that that they do that they'll use to to show meaning. And it's a it's a tradition that they have. It could also be something as simple as uh, as we talked about with a meal. So have a special meal or a special occasion. It could be something as simple as a family sing-along or singing song or, or silly song or anything. It doesn't take a whole lot to start a tradition and keep a tradition going. You just have to have some type of purpose to it, some, some really thought put into it of why you're doing it and be intentional about what you're doing. You want it to, to really, again, lift you up above those normal, ordinary, everyday ruts to, to help you think and help you see that you're part of your family, you're part of a community, you're part of something bigger than you. Right. And, you know, traditions, um, if, you, if you are thinking about them, a lot of traditions come from your culture themselves. So, you know, you have things like jumping the broom. 
Yes. You have things like a bat mitzvah or a bar mitzvah. Yeah. You have a sweet 16. You have a quinceanera. Yes. Um, I know there's um, there's a dance that in the African-American culture that they do, and I can't I can't think of what it is, but there's also... Why are you looking um, at me for that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I know what you're talking about. I, I actually was part of one one time. Um, I can't remember what it was, but I know what you're talking about. We'll have to look it up. Right. Yes. Yes. But you know, simple things. Um, camping trips, baseball opening day. Um, we don't did... you mean glamping trips? Oh, glamping trips. Yes, of course, <laughs> glamping. If you're like me and you Ew. go glamour camping. Anyway. Um, but no, one of the things that we didn't talk about was um that we do that that we still and interestingly enough, um our nine year old asked us this year if the Easter Bunny was real. Um, and you know we had to talk That's... to him. Yeah. Go go ahead. <laughs> As far as tradition, because the Easter Bunny hides the Easter egg. So, of course, you know, the Easter Bunny is real and the Easter Bunny goes out and hides the Easter eggs in the yard. So an Easter egg hunt can be a tradition as well. Yes. And actually, while you were talking about all that, I don't know why it it popped into my head. But one of the things actually that we had as a tradition that we haven't done in a little while was that when we did our summer vacations, we actually used to go to a baseball game. So wherever we were, we'd find whatever baseball team was there and we'd go to see a baseball game. So we've been to about 18 or 19 of the current MLB uh, stadiums. stadiums yes. and seen live games. So we've seen the Dodgers, Yankees. We've actually been to Anaheim Angels. We've been to the Oakland A's. We've been to Baltimore Orioles, to the New York I like Yankees. I think it was an A, the Philadelphia, no, the... We went to the Texas Astros, Rangers. The Astros, we sorry. Houston Astros. We've yep. been we've been to a number of parks, Colorado Rockies. We've been to a number of parks, and that's something again that w- was anytime we go on vacation, that's one of and we go to a destination. That's one of the places that we've places we've we've gone or tried to go, and it's a cool tradition. It's a cool thing that we've done. It's I guess you'd put that under the special occasion one. Right. Yes. Yes. And, you know, if you are struggling to create some traditions, I did want to give a shout out to this great website that I had found. It was artofmanlinessnot.com. It was called Fathering with Intentionality, the Importance of Creating a Family Culture, which is where I had gotten the information that we had first talked about when we talked about the three pillars of family culture. So, right. you know, traditions is not just something that we have within our family. Traditions is is key to keeping memories alive, basically. Yep. Yes. Um, that you can carry on throughout your family even after, you know, which even after, you know, family members are no longer there. Right. Well, so not to, to keep going and, and we, we've talked a lot about tradition. So to, to wrap it up and, and to to be... I guess, concise about that is to make them more memorable. First, make sure you're making traditions. Just after you you stop listening to this podcast, pick something, one thing, and start doing it. Could be big, could be small, start doing it. And to make it more memorable, t- take time to talk about the special things. You might actually have a ton that you do already. Do some time to just think about it and actually take the time to talk to your family, to your kids, to your spouse, and say, hey, this is important. This is a cool thing. This is something we're doing. And and make sure you give it purpose. Make sure you talk to your spouse and to your children about why you do those things so they understand them and how important they are to to really invest in your family culture and the traditions to actually give that sense of purpose, to really give your kids that feeling of they belong and the belonging and the security and to connect the generations. 
Right. I agree. I think purpose is a word that, you know, you keep saying. You better that agree. It definitely. <laughs> Traditions are definitely a Podcast way to, is coming to an end. give a sense of identity and purpose to who your family is. Yeah. You better. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't. I don't know. I'll probably get beaten up. You'll probably beat me up. But <laughs> while we're on the podcast, I can all bu- bu- puff all big and bad. You can act all big and bad and puff out your chest. Exactly. Okay. Well, and anyway, all right. Well, I think we've talked enough. I think uh, people are probably sick of hearing you. They would love to hear more from me, but I'm sure they're sick of hearing you. So So I get to say, thanks for listening. <sighs> Nobody's listening. They're not listening. You know this. Why do you keep saying that? Thanks for playing along. Hey everyone, Aaron here. Just wanted to take a minute to thank you for listening and remind you to click subscribe in your podcast app so you're notified when new episodes are available. Also, please make sure to leave a review. We love hearing your feedback and it helps others find us. If you're looking for more Talking Monroe's content, make sure to stop by our website, TalkingMonroe's.com or follow us on Twitter, at Monroe's Talking. We appreciate you being part of our podcast family and look forward to talking with you again. Thanks for listening.